This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, we've got, by the first off, nobody send any money anywhere. Full stop. Close the checkbook. Don't, we're not sending any, you guys are not sending any money anywhere right now. Just full stop. When plans are developed and you actually see that the, the action can be taken, this is organized. And I love Sonny Borelli and I love Mark Fincham, but the guys in Arizona should have known this is coming. Mark Elias and these guys, like I said, are tough or tough and cunning and they play to win. When he sees it, when he, you need to see people on our side of the football that play to win. That play to win. To win and to close. We won in 2020 and we didn't close. Didn't close. Let's be the people around President Trump let him down. They weren't tough enough. They weren't hard enough. They weren't. He won 74 million votes and was stolen. The world knows that. That's why they don't treat Biden with any respect. Think UAE. Think UAE would do this. You think MBZ. Would do, not just doing it, they're bragging about it. To get off the dollar, you think they'd do that with Donald Trump in the White House? No, they would not, trust me. You think the Saudis would be playing footsie with the Chinese Communist Party? No matter the fact that they knew they had could get bigger output deals? No, they would not. Do you think the Muslim Brotherhood and these demons and devils in Qatar would be, um, would be uh, uh, doing a, a, a paramilitary raid into Israel, into Gaza? And then in southern Israel and killing, you know, <clears throat> thousands of people. Think they'd be doing that? No, they would not. They would not. So um, let's hold your fire and hold your checkbooks and let's sort this thing out. It's got to be sorted, though. The 2024 election is underway and the shot that was across the bow was in Cochise County, Arizona. And it's going to come to Mojave County because you know why? Think about this for a second. She's totally illegitimate. Right now, she's she's ahead by 291 votes, and they haven't counted everything. Abe's in court to try with these feckless Republican judges. 291 votes out of 2.5 million. Does that stop her from just going full offense? No, it doesn't. That's the type of person we need on our side of the football. We need to start demanding those people on our side of the football. Fighters. If you're not a fighter, move on. And this is what you're going to see. Up in the House right now, and I'm just telling Speaker Johnson that this audience is unacceptable. If all this happy talk and all this thing behind the scenes is some CR that's going to go, and maybe because you don't want to shut down the government, that is not going to be acceptable. And, you know, the half-life of your speakership is going to be what it's going to be. But this is all about performance. We love the fact that you've got a, a Christian worldview. We love that. But you, you got to – we can't – this republic, Mike Davis talks about the lawfare as republic ending. That's probably true. I'm not a lawyer. I'm very concerned about that, as you can see with what's happening in Arizona. 
I think that can be sorted and turned around. What can't be turned around is what they're doing to the balance sheet of this nation and how it's flowing through the income statement of the American people, because that's what's happening. That is certainly republic ending, or at least the republic as we know it. One trillion dollars added to the national debt in 90 days. Have you heard anybody else talk about that? Are they coming to the microphone every day up on Capitol Hill and talking about that? Are they saying this is a national emergency and a crisis has to be addressed? You know what they're spending their time on? They're spending their time up there actually having meetings and figure out how they can get another 60 or $80 billion to, um, to the, the money laundering operation in Ukraine, of which the Europeans have already kind of thrown in the towel. They don't want to send any more money over there. The money laundering operation. That's where we stand. That's, that's their logic. You, you've got a $2 trillion deficit that you can't even get anybody to agree on, but it's going to be $2 trillion. You've got another trillion dollars added to the face amount. You're spending over a trillion to a trillion, $1.2 trillion to, um, to, um, on, on interest payments alone. And we have significant geopolitical and geostrategic uh, things of peace in the hill today. Not written by a couple of guys that particularly love MAGA, but saying because of these kind of, you know, wars, quote unquote, in Ukraine and Israel, we've taken our eye off bulbs. We say every day here on the Chinese Communist Party, which is the existential threat to the United States and our citizens. And by the way, in back of what's going on in the Middle East, 100 percent with the mullahs in the Gulf Emirates, in the Ottoman Turks, in uh, in, in Turkey. We're going to have Cleo Pascal is going to join us in a little while to talk to us about how we're taking the eye off the ball on the types of relationships and situations we need to have to defend ourselves. I got Brad Thayer is going to join us, uh, talk about Kissinger and how Kissinger dined off the Chinese Communist Party. This morning they said a, t- they, a phrase, when they say old friend, if you're in the West, your head, your head should blow up. That's somebody, it's a collaborator. When they use the phrase old friend, it's a collaborator. What did they say today when he died last night? Old friend, Henry Kissinger. Thayer's going to be here. i got to go first, and let me make sure we're on the same page here. What is happening in this race of, the, um, of AI, which is just the tip of the spear of transhumanism in the singularity, is the most important thing that is happening in this era of mankind. Because we're quickly coming to the end of Homo sapien and the beginning of Homo sapien plus. That has not happened. I don't know. Homo sapien has been around a long time. I want to bring in Joe Allen before we tee up. Joe, you've got a clip for us. One of the things I wanted to make sure is that they had this. And this is about the misdirection and how the media always wants you. They will always misdirect you to, to follow on something. That Elon Musk had this interview yesterday. I call him the man child. And, you know, he's groveling, but he's throwing out some curse words. He's doing this. He's doing that. And they make it all about Twitter and the advertisers where he was dropping some true bombshells that you have to understand. Joe Allen, tee up this clip uh, we're about to play, this compilation. Steve, one of the things that we have emphasized from the beginning, from my first hit on the war room, is the religious element of the transhumanist movement with no God you have nothing left to do but to try to create God or even become God. That is the real takeaway from Elon Musk's conversation with Andrew Sorkin yesterday at the New York Times uh, uh, Deal Book Summit. Uh, the clip that you're about to see, you hear Musk talking in explicit terms. We've shown many other quotes like it, talking about the creation of 
a digital god. The fear is that it will become a digital demon and destroy humanity, but as Musk says, he's fatalistic about it. He feels that the only path forward is to try to create a benevolent version of what he fears could be a human-ending project. Um, let's let's go ahead and play it, and uh, and I want to bring you in for commentary. This is from his own words, and this is the signal of that interview, not the noise. Let's play it. The AGI, the idea of artificial general intelligence. Given what you now are working on yourself and you know how easy or hard it is to train, to create the inferences, to create the weights. It's funny, you know, all these weights, uh, they're just basically numbers in a comma-separated value file. And that's our digital god, a CSV file. I found that funny. Uh, but that's kind of literally what it is. I, I think it's coming pretty fast, you know. Is that, I mean, uh, you, you've, you've, you famously have admitted to overstating how quickly things will happen, but how quickly do you think this will happen? If you say smarter than the smartest human at anything, yep. it may not be then quite smarter than all humans, all machine augmented humans, you know, because people have got computers and stuff. Um, as a higher bar, but you say it's more than any, you know, c can write as good a novel as, say, J.K. Rowling or discover new physics or invent new technology. Um, I would say that we are less than three years from that point. Uh, so I'm so curious what you think of what's just happened over the past two weeks at OpenAI. What did you think? I, I mean, look, one of two things is, is either it was a serious thing and we should know what it is. Or it was not a serious thing, and, and then the board should resign. What do you think of Sam Altman? I have mixed feelings about Sam. You know, the, the ring of power, you know, can corrupt. I want to know why Ilya felt so strongly as to fire Sam. This sounds like a serious thing. I, d I don't think it was trivial. And I'm quite concerned that, this, that there's some you know, dangerous element of AI that they've, they've discovered. Created. Yes. You think they've discovered something? That would be my guess. <sighs> yeah, I mean, data is very important. You could say d data is probably more valuable than gold. Um, X is the, might be the single best source of data. If you'll click on more links to X than anything else on Earth, sometimes people think Facebook or Instagram is a bigger thing, but actually there are more links to X than anything. Now you have this remarkable repository, and I wonder what you, how you think about that again, and how you think the creative community and those who were the original IP owners should think about that. I don't know, except to say that the, by the time these lawsuits are decided, we'll have Digital God, so that's uh, Digital God at that point. Um, these lawsuits won't be decided before on a time frame that is relevant. And for, for a while there, I was like really getting demotivated and losing sleep over the, sort of the threat of AI danger. And then I finally sort of became fatalistic about it and said, well, even if I knew it was annihilation was certain, uh, would I choose to be alive at that time or not, and I said I probably would have choose to be alive at that time because it's the most interesting thing, um, even if there's nothing I could do about it. Did you ever right. make a phone? Sam Altman's apparently thinking about making a phone with Johnny Ive. So do you want to do that? What does that, what does that look like in, in, in Elon's head? No, that's literally, yeah, good, good phrase, uh, in the head, uh, Neuralink. 
Well, there so, we go. That, that we, so, I, we need to touch uh, that yes, before we, it's over. You know, the, the best interface would be a, a neural interface directed to your brain. The man-child right there. You don't think that's dangerous? On a guy that thinks like that? All you fanboys out there. All you fanboys out there. Just watch what you wish for. There are more tears shed for answered prayers than for unanswered. Always remember that. Joe Allen, this may be the scariest guy in the world because he is a brilliant engineer. There's no doubt about that. But he's got the maturity of about, I used to say it was 11, it's about 9. He's like that Star Trek thing with the kid that uh, could destroy everything, right? I think it was Star Trek. Might have been, uh, well, I think it was Star Trek. Um, unbelievable. Uh, not just that it's going to be here in three years. It's, folks, we, one thing we did with hiring Joe years ago that I liked about his writing and his thinking is that all these people are looking at the singularity as 50 years out or looking at AGI as 20 or 30 years out. I told him when I first got that. I said, this is accelerating at an accelerating rate. And it is going to happen so quick and overwhelm mankind so completely that there's not even going to be a construct of how to think about it. And that's what we have to provide here at the War Room, how to make sure that working class and middle class people who are not technologists and don't understand and are not supposed to understand all the mumbo jumbo in the tech world can have a framework of how to think about this. And it's played out quite because the people we designated as people who are quite dangerous because they have the maturity level of preteens, but they control the they control technologies that are vastly more powerful, vastly more powerful than nuclear weapons, vastly more powerful than nuclear weapons. Nuclear, you know, to, to annihilate the world, or all the living systems with nuclear weapons, doable, but you got to really work at it. And it's quite complicated about how it would all get lit off. And I know that's like doomsday talk, but AI, 10 times easier. And you just had a guy sit there, well, if the thing's annihilation and I had to live and I stayed, you know, yeah, I'd kind of like to live in that time because going through annihilation of mankind and the earth would be, you know, interesting. That's the types of people that now have the power of this technology. There's only five of them in the world. It's consolidated down to five companies. Okay, Joe Allen, hang around. We're going to bring you back. We're going to go to the Pacific and we're going to talk about Henry Kissinger all next in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month and our wise leaders deal with it how they always do with more spending while lawmakers are high fiving. Your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle, diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. 
Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're going to get to Dr. Bradley Thayer has written an analysis or kind of an obit of Dr. Kissinger, who the CCP is calling an old friend. Uh, that's a uh, that's a term of art or phrase that should send a chill down your spine. And we're going to get to it all in a second. I want to go back. I haven't had a chance on Getter to put up this piece in the um, the lead piece overnight in uh, Zero Hedge. But it, it was also on their premier system, which is behind their paywall. As you know, we don't like putting up stories that are behind paywalls, so we're trying to cut and paste it and make sure we get it so you can read it because you need to understand it. It's about the Chinese, this massive purchase of gold by the Chinese Communist Party. He tries to analyze when they did it, how they did it, but more importantly, why they're doing it. This is why we need everybody to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Make sure you understand the dynamics of this. Make sure you understand the BRICS. Because they're making a case, and I've got this going to pop up later too, about the the BRICS as a geopolitical coming together of the global south with the resource-heavy global south led by the CCP, the murderous dictatorship of the CCP, against the United States of America and uh, in the West. And not that we're, we are not fans of the post-war international rules-based order because that was gamed by the elites – for the rise of China, the demise of the working men and women in the West. But what's occurring in this kind of new world order that is uh, aborning because of feckless American leadership and uh, essentially our elites buying into the theory that we're the declining power and that the West is a declining civilization, that they are declinist. We, we put this, we, we thwarted the Clintons who were in about managed decline. Because remember, the elites in this country are all about managed decline. This is the Thucydides trap, is the theory of the Thucydides trap that Kissinger was one of the, the architects of. Oh, by the way, he tried to run the same scam in the early 70s about the Soviet Union when he was the big thing that they're the ascending power. And we're the descending power, and you got to have all these arms control deals. you got to have everything. Reagan came in and go, hey, how about this? We win, they lose. The evil empire. We need that type of thinking again, and we're going to get it. Go to birchgold.com right now. Make sure you understand everything about the bricks, everything about gold, everything about currency. It's all there. Present it to you. Talk to their experts, etc. Also... We've warned you for a while. This is Jace Medical. This this young team of doctors took Rosemary Gibson's book about the supply chains, about how the Chinese Communist Party in unrestricted warfare has 100% of the active ph- pharmaceutical ingredients. They control 100%, and they have about 80% of the generic drug business. The part they don't have that India has is still, uh, still uh, beholden to API. This is a strategic weapon for them. There's now all this discussion about supply chains, and everybody's worried about it. It's all coming up, particularly in medical. Biden's right now going to make a big deal about this. Jace Medical has a solution for you. Just go and immerse yourself in the, ins- in the information and talk to Dr. Sean and the team about how they've set up a company that gets you off the hook of this. Make sure the Chinese Communist Party can't roll you up. 
in your health, which they would in a second, for strategic advantage over the West. Cleo Pascal is a columnist with the Sunday Guardian, uh, a paper I go to every Sunday. He's absolutely brilliant. Got great columns, great news. Uh, Cleo, you have warned us. We had you on a couple of months ago. You're warning us about the Pacific and the island change in the Pacific and on the 80th anniversary of what Americans' greatest generation fought for and bled for and died for, uh, we're in a situation now where that whole part of the of the earth is essentially being given over, we risk it being given over to the Chinese Communist Party 80 years roughly from the time that America's bravest get, did the highest sacrifice they could do for their country to basically defend it and make sure the imperial Japanese didn't take control of it. Walk us through where we stand and what do we got to do about this because nobody's paying attention to it. Thank you very much. Thank you for for having me on and for uh, for covering the topic. It is uh, at a critical point this week because it's caught up in this whole uh, budget crisis and the NDAA and everything like that. So as a a bottom line, as a kind of mental map of the region, um, after World War I, Japan, through the League of Nations, got control over a whole swath of the Central Pacific that went uh, almost to Hawaii. Um, The U.S. had to liberate it island by island through that island hopping campaign. And as you said, this is we're about 80 years almost uh, within a few months after, for example, the battles of Kwajalein, the battles of Truck Lagoon, where the Imperial Navy was uh, heavily damaged, uh, Peleliu, Angar. Uh, the, the American blood is soaked into those into those beaches. And after World War II, that whole zone, which had been this Japanese mandate, was given by the UN to the US as uh, trust territory. So if you're looking at the map, um, you can see everything in dark blue. That is the United States of America. That is US soil. So that's, if you go all the way towards the west, towards the left of that map, that's Guam, Commonwealth of Northern Marianas, which includes Saipan, Battle of Saipan coming up on the 80th anniversary. Then the ones in light blue, right across the middle, those are these countries, free, they're called Freely Associated States, Palau, Marshall Islands, Federated States of Micronesia, that as um, they're getting towards the end of the trust territory period, uh, they entered into this completely unique relationship with the U.S. So they are independent countries, but they voted to um, have a relationship with the U.S., which gave the U.S. basically complete control over the defense and security rights in those countries. This was, you mentioned Reagan, um, uh, when they were voting on this um, uh President Reagan went on TV across all of the countries and said, you are like family to us. Um, you know, we bled together and all that stuff. And, and we, we want to maintain this close familial relationship with you. That Those three countries across the middle, that's what allows the U.S. to get to the first island chain, the second island chain, to resupply the treaty allies in Japan and South Korea. Part of the relationship, this freely associated relationship, is that the U.S. helps to supplement um, their budget, in part for things that the U.S. is doing. So um, in the Marshall Islands, for example, you have the Ronald Reagan Ballistic Missile Defense Test Site. Missiles are launched from California all the way to the Marshall Islands, to that test site, to uh, refine accuracy. That's why you can shoot a missile from thousands of miles away and hit, you know, Osama bin Laden's compound, for example, if you wanted to. 
or could have. Um, so people had to be relocated from those places into other locations. And the, the U.S. government helps with the electricity and the setup and with government programs and services and things like that. Once every 20 years, currently, there's a there's a, a renegotiation of that agreement, and that's going through now. The agreement, the financial services agreement with Marshall Islands and Federated States of Micronesia expired, actually, at the end of the fiscal year, so the 30th of September. They were put in one continuing resolution, they were put in another, but um, now we don't know what's going to happen because it doesn't look like they're at the NDAA. So... In the meantime, China's pumping in tons of money, like literal cash, into these countries to try to flip them, pull them away from the U.S., break that corridor of freedom that allows the resupply and the deployment so that you get a situation where, you know, 80 years after the Battle of Angar, uh, where so many Americans died, you could end up with a Chinese casino there rather than an over-the-horizon uh, radar installation that could help protect Taiwan. No, the, the, the island chain, we found this out, and the imperial, between, the, after World War I, the, the imperial Japanese Navy in the high command understood that that was essentially a land bridge to launch an attack on the United States. That's why they kept so much time and did it. This is why they defended it. They also realized in the reverse, it was a kind of a land bridge, obviously with water, but a land bridge connected that could launch the bomber campaign against against imperial japan the reason it wasn't just the nuclear weapon it was the bombing of japan by curtis lemay and the air force that had done such a great job in germany to bring the german industrial power to its knees the same thing was done by taking this island chain the marine corps the these are the most famous battles uh, you know chosen reservoir and obviously the argonne forest all that but these are the most hollowed battles of the marine corps the Americans immediately realized the Central Pacific and taking these islands back was the utmost importance. This is what Nimitz and everybody focused on as the central thing to bring down the imperial, uh, imperial Japan as, as, as soon as possible with as few casualties as possible. And what's happened is the Chinese Communist Party, they are very smart and they're very cunning. And they understand that right there for the taking is this island chain again to be able to launch all types of of bad things to the United States. Where do we stand? We've got about a minute. I want to hold you over. i got Thayer. i got to talk about the Monroe Doctrine here in a minute. It's the, what, 250th anniversary? The, um, or 200th anniversary. Um, where do we stand with this NDAA? Why is this not already included? This is so essential. We spend $880 billion on defense. Why is the island chain, why is defense of the island chain, why is it up for controversy, ma'am? It got caught up in the offset issue. So you're looking at a $2.1 billion offset requirement for the three countries for 20 years. It comes out to $40 million per country per year to do what you're talking about, secure this corridor of deployment. Um, I'm, I'm not, this oh. is actually a question for you because, yeah, this is a very serious um, uh, debt crisis and, and the yeah. debt really needs to get under control. Yes. But is this is this the place to do it? Yeah, no, 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 but hang, hang on. We don't. Here's the other thing. Why are they talking about? We've got 113 billion to 120 billion dollars into the money laundering operation in Ukraine right now. They want to put another 60 to 80 with no end in sight. Next year is going to be another 40 or 50. Here we're talking about something. This is in the vital national security interest of the United States. This is equivalent of the a border. Our border extended, projected into the Pacific, thousands of miles 
from California. This is what protects us from Japan. This is why Japan could not launch an attack on the West Coast, which they, they absolutely wanted to do. This is how we were able to reverse the, the horrific start to World War II for the United States in Pearl Harbor. And for $2.1 billion, you can't offset it. You can't find something to do this. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back with Cleo in just a moment. Okay, Environ Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Now, let me tell you why this is important. EnviroCleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got EnviroCleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ek for EnviroCleanse, ekpure.com, and use promo code STEVE35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com, action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. If a Cleo Pascal had existed in the 1930s, the mid-1930s, and would have been able to get her message out on American newspapers, and particularly on radio, young American servicemen, Marine Corps and the United States Navy, would not have died at Peleliu and Tarawa and Saipan and Guam and all these horrific bloody battles to take back that island chain. This is a warning to the United States. At some point, geostrategic concepts have to be understood by, the, by our countrymen, you, this audience. We're going to talk about the Monroe Doctrine in a second. And remember, we're America first. We're not isolationists, but we don't want to be spread all over hell's half acre in doing this. This is the protection of the United States, particularly the West Coast of the United States. And we've paid for this in blood. And I mean some of the hardest, toughest battles in the history of the most honored organizations, the Navy and um, and uh, the United States Marine Corps. Cleo, I got to get you. The NDAA is not going to be sorted tomorrow. We got to get all on top of this, and we will. But I want this audience to get up to speed. Where do they go to get your writings on this? You're like the world's expert on this. And, and understanding, and what Cleo's telling you is saying, hey, it's a, t- a couple billion dollars. Understand, we got a massive budget crisis, but we got to think strategically on some things because we're, we're pissing money away. And the Chinese Communist Party, we have a, a criminal organization that will be on the plane with boatloads of cash buying guys off. And the next thing you know, they're going to be staring you in the face on the West Coast of the United States. Okay? And that can't happen. Because 
that island chain and the first, second island chain, the first island chain to our allies in Korea and uh, Taiwan and, uh, and Japan is everything. Uh, Cleo, where do people go? Uh, well, you could go to uh, cleopascal.com and that'll link you to some of my writings. Um, we are at a point now where um, we really only have a, a few months to get this sorted out. We're in a once in a 20 year cycle. And, um, talk, you know, talk to, if you think it's important, we can talk to your uh, members of Congress. Um, you know, just letting the people of the region know that you care. You talked about playing to win. The Chinese are playing to win in this area. And we have members of the U.S. government uh, that are trying to manage the decline of the area. But like you said, um, you know, if, if China gets this, we are pushed back to Hawaii, I mean, which is actually the goal. And the bridge, I know you're going to talk about South America, but the Pacific Islands are essential to control for China to get down to South America and back. So it's part of this whole strategic picture of the Indo-Pacific century. We, we, you lose the islands, um, that's it. It's, it's game over. I don't, and we they're pay, winning. Okay. Sorry. Those islands are sacred territory of the United States. We paid in blood for that. And by God, we're not just going to give it up to our mortal enemy again and not have learned the lessons of history, we're not going to allow it to happen. So we're, once, what's your social media? Your, your, your maps, you're thinking about this. And I, I mean this. If you had been on radio in the 1930s, in the mid-1930s, we would not have paid. We would not have had to go through this. These kids from Iowa and New Hampshire, New York City, would not have had to, to go to the hellholes of those beaches with the Imperial Japanese Army in Navy defending it. It was, it was brutal. And that conflict was brutal, and we can't do it again. Uh, so what's your social media? Luckily, I drink a bit less than uh, Pete Ellis, some of the Marine that, that knew what was going on in the 40s. Um, uh, yeah, cleopascal.com, C-L-E-O-P-A-S-K-A-L.com. And that, yeah, that's my Twitter. It's the same thing. It's just my name. Pretty simple. Thank you. Cleo, thank you. We'll d- delve into this and we'll have you back on. Thank you. These fights about money and about the allocation of resources is all important. Um, Ed Martin, you're doing something brilliant today. Tell what's going to happen over at noon at your shop right around the corner from the war room, why it's yeah. important. Uh, but well, I want to I I put a pin in something. The, the, state, the nation of Guyana, Guyana, people are not focused on this yet, but that is the Saudi Arabia of Latin America. And the Chinese Communist Party, the Venezuelans, the Russians, they're all making a move. Right now, we need full enforcement of the Monroe Doctrine, sir. Yeah, well, thank you, Steve. Hey, it's the bicentennial of the Monroe Doctrine on Saturday, Steve. So 200 years, I think most uh, Americans know that word, know that phrase. Maybe young people don't because they was dropping it out. But look, the Monroe Doctrine is awesome. It's exciting. It was only three decades into America's experiment, the grand experiment, when James Monroe, the president, Secretary of State John Quincy Adams, others, Jefferson was consulted. They, they, they promulgated the Monroe Doctrine. Today in the swamp, just as you mentioned, a couple of blocks away, we're going to celebrate it. We got people coming from, from the House and Senate staffs. We've got people coming from the, from the legal community to celebrate the Monroe Doctrine. Why? Because the Monroe Doctrine, Steve, says, and you know, we've talked about it in mid-texting, it says exactly how we should function in terms of international affairs and our own affairs. And if you don't believe me when I tell you in a minute, the, the biggest reason is John Kerry, well, you know, when they do the book, 
the people who almost destroyed America, John Kerry's going to be one of the big stars. He declared a decade ago that Monroe Doctrine is dead. We're citizens of the world. We don't need that. Well, the Monroe Doctrine said simply this. President Monroe said, look, we're America. We've got a system of living together. Our system is precarious and unique to us. You can't come in here. By the way, he was saying it to the Russians and the Europeans. You can't come in here and try to mess with our hemisphere because we got to keep ourselves, our, our own backyard, our own lives in order. And by the way, he said, we don't come into your backyard. We, we don't come into Europe. When you guys are fighting amongst yourselves, he actually said, we don't come unless our interests are attacked or menaced. That's the word, menaced. America first, right? We, I'm not saying we don't care about wars in the world. I know you aren't either, Steve, as you just pointed out. But we're not going to fight wars if our people, our interests aren't directly impacted. So the Monroe Doctrine needs to be uh, continually taught about, educated about. We're going to celebrate it today. We're going to keep pounding away. I, I have argued, Steve, you talk about Latin America, that down in Latin America and South America, the communist Chinese regime, you just said it, they're pouring money in the Belt and Road Initiative to influence uh, what's happening, to own the, 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 the nations. And, and, you know, we can't tolerate the communist Chinese system. They're antithetical to us. They need to get the hell out of there. And we need to say, we're not going to allow it. And I, by the way, that's my segue too, to say TikTok ought to be thrown out of America. The communist Chinese are doing that in our country and on and on and on. But uh, America first has its roots in the Monroe Doctrine. We need to keep celebrating it. And we need to hold accountable the people that aren't living up to it because it's, it's what is at the heart of America. It's kind of so special what we have and we should be celebrating it. So that's what we're going to do. I'm here uh, to announce we're actually going to do, and we'll reach out to Ed this afternoon to be part of. We're going to do a special on our Saturday show. CPAC's going to be live in Japan. Pasobic's going to be over there. We're going to do a special. We're going to we're going to integrate the invasion of our country, this debacle that we're, we're that, that they want by next week to have all in <laughs> about two hundred billion dollars into Ukraine, into the Russian speaking eastern border of Ukraine, of which General Marshall, General Patton, General Montgomery. General Eisenhower all agreed under no circumstances should we ever be involved ever in any type of land conflict in that part of the world. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk and we're going to make it revolve around the Monroe Doctrine because Ed brings up a very important point. The, the, the revolutionary generation and the generation that just followed them with Monroe and these guys when they started taking power, Monroe was a, was a great hero of actually fighting in the revolution. That's right. But later – had a strategic they they had a strategic concept of the United States. Remember, at the time they did this, we're still essentially just on the eastern seaboard. This right. the vision they had of this country called Manifest Destiny, but not just that. They looked at the nation just being on the eastern seaboard. They already understood the geostrategic importance of what they were putting forth for mankind. That's vision. That's thinking downrange. And they they warned Europe we're not going to come over there for monsters. We're not coming over there for monsters to slay, right? Most of us right. have been kicked out of those countries or left. That's your deal. Right. That's the cockpit yep. <laughs> of Europe is your deal. But yep. you damn sure are not going to come over here and start your mess in Latin America, and we have to deal with a, basically a European system over there. It's not going to happen in our backyard, and that's why this is important. Ed, uh, you're on fire, brother. How do people get to you? 
uh, how they get you know, to the I, lunch? Is it still open yeah, to drop yeah, by? Yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, I'm, I'm up at, at Eagle Ed Martin on, on X, and you can direct messages are open there, phyllisschlafly.com. And I also do a, a program, the Pro-America Report, each day. So any of those places, you can get right to me on email. We're kind of close in terms of the number of spots, but if somebody's around uh, Steve and wants to come in, we'll try to accommodate them. By the way, Steve, I got to celebrate. Uh, Phyllis Schlafly, late Phyllis Schlafly, wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have wanted me to miss this chance. Henry Kissinger's uh, death, I, I pray for him. I hope that he, uh, uh, you know, knows the Lord and goes to heaven. But what he did in this country and and the kinds of things he did were terribly destructive. I, Phyllis wrote a whole book, Kissinger on the Couch, that broke down that guy and what he did in his policies. And the reason I thought of that was the great Panama Canal giveaway. We gave it away. We built it and paid for it. Our people died to build it. We gave it away to the dictator in Panama. And Phyllis and Reagan were against it. And Carter and Bill Buckley were for it because they said the businesses will uh, prosper. And now the Chinese own all the land around it and control it. You talk about geopolitical flaws and and, and problems. These people get it wrong. And uh, and Henry Kissinger got it wrong a lot. This, the rest is soul. Uh, but anyway, this that's, is, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. The, the, <laughs> No, 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 no. It's good. This is what I want to. I'm actually moved. Dr. Thayer is going to be with six. Joe Allen's going to come back at six because I want to spend time. Phyllis Schlafly, you talk about a hero and what she stood oh. in the breach on ear. She had the best geostrategic sense of anybody except for Reagan. She was actually the first voice because remember, Kissinger was lauded in the Republican Party under Nixon. He was, you know, Dr. Strangelove was going to make it this great geostrategic thinker. It was Phyllis Schlafly, the first one to call him out. They said, have you actually looked at what this guy's recommending? Yeah, Go and ahead. look, it's extra. You know, Steve, you knew her, and I. One of the great privileges of your life, I have to tell you, you've done a lot of stuff, but you had the idea to do that movie, which gave you a chance to get to know Phyllis Schlafly, and you saw it. Um, look, what happened was she was a housewife, and she was a real smart housewife. She'd gone to Harvard, but she was raising her family, and she realized the communist Soviets were a threat, and that the Republicans, along with the Democrats, were rolling over. They were saying, "We'll just trust them. It'll work out. You know, it'll be great." And she became, as you mentioned. The definitive non-military. There were leaders like uh, Chester Ward, who was a, a Navy admiral. He said, I never saw a layperson, man or woman, who wasn't in the military, who understood what was going on like Phyllis Schlafly. Singlob, General Jack Singlob, was friends with her for decades. That guy knew everything up and down. And Phyllis was a voice. Forget pro-family and pro-life. She believed them. She was the voice saying, yeah. you can't trust Kissinger. You can't trust this, this junk. And she identified it. And look, she went head to head with Bill Buckley because Buckley was saying, we're going to give yeah. the Panama Canal away. It'll work out well. And Phyllis was like, what are you talking about? It's going to cost us for generations if we do it. So she had yeah. a vision of America. And by the way, her vision, yeah. Steve, was America as this special place because she loved people. Yeah. She loved her fellow citizens. Bill, and uh, Bill, amazing. Bill, Buck, Bill, Buckley, Bill Buckley was a very good man. He was a very good man, yeah. but he oh, was yeah. a whiff and poof. Phyllis Schlafly <laughs> was hard as nails, okay? Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. To, that's why Trump loved her, and she loved Trump. She broke ranks to love uh, Trump because she really – that woman was tough as boot leather. What's your social media again, uh, Ed? we got to bounce. At, at, we'll at, see you back here Eagle, Saturday. At, yeah. 
at Eagle Ed Martin on X and over uh, phyllisschlafly.com is our website. We got a lot of there, there. And uh, thanks, Steve, as always, for the encouragement, especially about Phyllis, Phyllis Schlafly. We believe in her greatness. And you're right. By the way, she called Trump. She called Trump a choice, not an echo. She said those people in 1964, she wrote a book famous and she said they keep giving us losers. They keep giving us echoes. Give us a choice for our future. And that's what she when she endorsed Trump, she said he's a choice, not an echo. And they loved each other, man. And they had this great friendship that was really yeah. uh, fun to watch. Fantastic. So it was good. Brother, thank you very much. Appreciate All right, Steve. it. Talk to you soon. See you. Phyllis Schlafly. We need the young, new Phyllis Schlafly's to step up. Give us a choice, not an echo. She was tough as boot leather, smart, Harvard graduate, did so much for this country, a true hero. And she nailed it right away. Hey, we ain't giving away the Panama Canal. You do that, it's ridiculous for business interests. Are you kidding me? And look where we are now. Short commercial break. We're back in the war room. Just a moment. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home. That legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged. And it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen, and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Charlie uh, Kirk follows us, the great Charlie Kirk, two hours of populist nationalism here on Real America's Voice. Also, make sure everybody in the general Phoenix area or the Southwest, uh, 16th and 19th in the greater Phoenix area is going to be AmFest. Um, go there, check it out right now. Was it amfest.com to go check it out? Um, get tickets. We're going to be broadcasting live there. We're going to be doing breakout sessions for the war room. Brace Chung's going to walk through the new app, free app that we've got. Uh, Mo, the whole team will be there. Uh, want to meet everybody, do what we did last year and more. So make sure you go. And the list of speakers is absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen a hat tip to Charlie's team for pulling this together because I've never seen a list of speakers. If you want to get jacked up to end the year of 2023, but to, to fire off the football in 2024, it's a, it's a must do. So make sure you go there today and check it out. Pasobic at two o'clock. We're back at five in the six o'clock. I've got Thayer's got, we got a breakdown of Henry Kissinger, the old friend to the Chinese communist party. That's there today. Said it. He's an old and valued friend. We'll break all of that down. Um, we've got a lot more to go through. So five to seven night, we've got a bunch of congressmen on. Birchett, we're going to talk about the budget. We're going to talk about these fights. We're going to talk about, hey, you got to stand and deliver. We love Speaker Johnson. He's a good man. We're very uh, 
lucky to have him there, given everything that we went through with McCarthy. Uh, but it's time to stand and deliver. And there's no more mulligans. There's no more to do-overs. We've got to get very, very, very focused and try to save the balance sheet of this company, of this country, because if we don't, it's going to destroy your income statement. Um, that's how this is going to flow. Home Title Lock, the, every day we're hearing more about cyber and artificial intelligence. Joe's going to join us back at 6. We've got to drill down more on this Elon Musk and what they're telling us about both Neuralink, the chip in your head, its connectivity to artificial intelligence. Elon Musk said yesterday on the data on the deal book interview uh, with uh, Sorkin in uh, in New York City, he said that uh, not just Neuralink, the, the progress they're making, but we're three years away from artificial artificial general intelligence. That would be godlike intelligence uh, from these uh, vast uh, supercomputers. So um, bad news. And I keep telling people it's accelerating at an accelerating rate, and we have to get ahead of it. Home Title Lock with the cyber and the AI. Now you need to go to Home Title Lock. Immerse yourself in everything you said. Talk to the representatives. See how they can help protect you from burgeoning cyber crime. So Lindell, you know, Lindell, but not in the first hour today because Lindell's sleeping. He's a little sleepy this morning, sleeping on a lumpy pillow somewhere. I know, no, you bring your my pillow, so you're not sleeping on you're not sleeping on lumpy pillows in hotels. Lindell, I was flying all over Hell's Half Acre, going from meeting to meeting to meeting. Lindell's the kind of guy calls you afternoon. Hey, I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. Can you join me? And of course, I don't get back to like three or four in the morning. But hey, <laughs> in the war room, we get Warpath coffee. We get a Warpath coffee. We're ready to roll. Mike, tell us about uh, tell us about what's going on in the factory. You've got a bunch of new specials for us. People are greatly appreciative, and I right. really did enjoy hanging out with you last night. Well, thanks, Steve. And yes, I don't get much sleep, but what I do is quality, everybody. And uh, we're we're passing on uh, the War Room's become our our uh, biggest supporters, the War Room Posse. And today, I'm going to do. I'm going to offer the sheets, our sheets, the best sheets ever for the best prices ever. There it is, everybody. Queen size for thirty nine ninety eight. King size, I believe, are only ten dollars more. Use the promo code Worm. Your whole order will ship for free. We're going to extend that. You've got the, you can call my pillow, 800-873-1062. Call my operators. They're loving everything we're doing at the, that you guys are doing at the War Room Posse. They're making the, the my pillow 2.0. Get yourself a gift. That's how I can get a, a very little sleep, but I do is such quality. There's the mattress topper and the beds, everybody, the mattresses. Those are all on sale and take advantage of that whole order of shipping for free. Um, you get the, that's very expensive to ship this stuff, these these mattresses and these mattress toppers. But you're get this is the time to do it, everybody. Get yourself that Christmas gift. You're gonna want the, you're gonna want to be sleeping great through the through Christmas here and uh, into the new year. And uh, we've all the slippers on sale. Everything is on sale right now. There's the rolling goes from yesterday. We extended them. You get two of the my pillow rolling goes for $19.98. That's ten dollars a pillow. If you've never tried a rolling go pillow before. Um, you've got to take advantage of that. And those, uh, but all of these products we're putting on sale at the War Room. Go to, you can go to my pillow, go down to the War Room Square, or go to mypillow.com uh, backslash War Room in either place. And you see all these, a lot of these are exclusive special to the War Room Posse. There you have the my pillow body pillow, the bolster pillow, the mattress toppers. You guys take advantage right now. I put all the blankets on sale. We have so many kinds of blankets. They make the best Christmas gifts ever. And remember, this is the time. 
your whole order ships for free. All my employees, thank you. They've moved them over. Shipping's full. The manufacturing yep. um, is full. And the operators, now we got to keep them busy. If you call me, 800-873-1062. That's the War Room's number at my pillow. Make sure you talk to the operators, answer the phone. We're not going to let the IRS put them out of business. 800-873-1062. MyPillow.com, promo code Worm. All specials. You can get everything delivered by Christmas. Go check it out. Support Mike Lindell and the great fight to break tyranny in this country. Real quickly, Mike, I got about a minute. I've got it. We started the show in Cochise County, uh, in Mojave County. Uh, uh, Mark Elias, who I know you've tangled with a couple of times, they're sending a shot. The 2024 election started yesterday with indicting those two officials. Do you agree with me on that? That this is all about yep. stopping the steal, and they want to scare everybody off. Yep, absolutely, Steve. I worked with all those people in those two counties last year, right after the 2022 election, and they were they were they were afraid then, and they they were in fear because they were getting all these threats and everything. And that's all they're doing. They're trying to put it out so the rest of our clerks, as we go across this country with our plan to secure our elections, as we approach all these clerks, we want them to have courage. And courage is contagious. So I hope that those clerks will stay. Yeah. I'm going to reach out to them actually this week and uh, and talk to them. I haven't talked to them in quite a while, but uh, what a what a travesty they're doing trying to use lawfare. Lawfare and attacking everyone in this country that wants to yeah. secure our election platforms. Everybody should want that. Yeah. The people want it. These are corrupt politicians and the Uniparty yeah. and our government that yeah. is attacking our citizens. My, and it's disgusting, yeah. and we've got we, to get we, to the finish line and, we, and, we, and beat them. We've got to bounce. Mike, thank you so much. Charlie Kirk up next. Stick around on Real America's Voice. Charlie Kirk up next. You've got the great Jack Posobiec after that. In fact, Jack is in Japan, I think, or on a plane. He's going to be there at CPAC Japan. We're going to get to the Monroe Doctrine, the geostrategic nature of it, Japan, the economics, all of it. Uh, back at Five Sons and Congressman, we're going to talk about this, the number one thing, saving the American, uh, the balance sheet of the United States of America. Make sure we don't go to $40 trillion pretty quickly. See you back here from 5 to 7 when you will be in the war room. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem 
by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.